everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Don't Go Broke Trying. I am your host, Rennie. I, If you don't know me, maybe this is your first time listening to me. I am a content creator who makes content about financial literacy, and my goal is to help you secure the bag. So today I am answering your questions in our Coin Fashions episode, which is essentially an episode where I answer all the questions that you have about money and any dilemmas that you have about money. So if you wanted to have your question answered, feel free to email me or email the podcast at dgbt at runningtheresource.com and I'll leave that in the show notes as well. So let's get into this week's episode. Today I have a guest on the podcast. She was also in our previous episode and this is Tokes. Hi Tokes. Hey guys. (laughs) Tokes and I are going to be talking about money, money, money. If you haven't watched or listened to the last episode, we were talking about how Tokes was able to quit her job. She got in a bit of debt, but was able to get out of the debt and now is an entrepreneur and has a nine to five and is making five figures a month. So she is a very inspirational person. And we talked all about how not to go broke trying to be an entrepreneur. So today we're going to be answering some of your questions about credit cards, about entrepreneurship, about a bunch of stuff, a a bunch of stuff. And Tokes, maybe you want to introduce yourself, tell the people just a little bit about yourself. Yeah. Hey, guys. I'm Tokes Ayinla. I'm a poet, a writer, and a speaker. My, I guess, zone of genius is personal development, relationships, and entrepreneurship. Nice. And she gives great advice. She has a podcast called Tokes Talks. And she talks, she she has a segment called Ask Tokes, which I really like. And she basically answers questions. So just like this, just like we're doing right now. (laughs) So if you have questions for her to submit to her podcast, you can do that as well, right? Yes, at contact at tokestalks.com. I'm very excited to say that this podcast is brought to you in partnership with Lemonade Finance. If you don't know already, Lemonade is the platform I have been partnering with for over a year now, and they are doing the damn thing when it comes to sending money internationally. Lemonade is a mobile app that allows users in Canada and the UK to send money to Ghana, Nigeria, Ivory Coast, Senegal, Benin, Cameroon, Tanzania, Rwanda, and Kenya at zero fee. Yes, I said zero fee, and not only are there no fees, but the transfers are sent in minutes. People I've sent money to in Nigeria have received funds in just one or two minutes. It's really quick. You can use my referral code XORENI to sign up. And if you're in Canada, you'll get 10% cash back when you make a single transfer of 100 Canadian dollars or more to supported African countries. If you're in the UK, you'll get 10% cash back capped at 50 pounds when you make a single transfer of 100 pounds or more to supported African countries. And if you're not in Canada or the UK, don't worry, I didn't forget you. They are growing rapidly and will likely be in your country soon. Again, if you want to sign up, you can use my code or you can use the link in the show notes. Now, let's get back to this week's episode. Perfect. Okay, so let's get into it. Here's the first one. Quitting job before having one lined up, which is very similar to to you. (laughs) I know everyone says not to do this, but I'm considering it at the moment. I'm in a really bad situation at my company. I've been here for a little over a year. I'm basically doing support for them 24-7 and I'm not learning anything. Everyone is leaving and I don't see a real future here. I'm in the process of creating my own mobile app, which I'm able to work on after hours and weekends. But obviously, I'm not able to put in the hours I would like. I was thinking of just putting in my two weeks and focusing solely on the mobile app while I apply for jobs. 
Money is not really my concern, and I have a lot saved up, and I'm 22 living at home with my parents. My main concern would be the future employer's perspective of me being currently, of me not currently being employed. Is this a big factor? And are there other things I should be considering? If anyone has any other reasons why I should not quit, please share. Mm. So what are your thoughts? <laughs> I'd say that the employee or future employee factor of the gap, you could easily mitigate that by putting in the fact that you've been working on your app. And since you were working on your app while you're currently working right now, it's going to already overlap. So the moment they ask you about that, you'll say, oh, I was actually working on an application, this, 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 this is what it is, and mm -hmm. I took the time. So you're not even going to have that physical gap. And if you feel that you're financially stable enough to handle it, you have the privilege of living at home, and you also are working towards something actively, then I'd say go for it. This is the Thank time you. to take those risks. A lot of people, their biggest regret when they get older is that in the moments that they had the ability to take those risks, they didn't have the thought yeah. that those risks were worth taking. And mm -hmm. then when you get to a place where you're older and you're like, ah, this is going to be a lot. If this yeah. fails, there's more riding on it, a lot more attached to me. You're mm -hmm. 22. It's the time to do it. You're creating this something great. Mm -hmm. Take those mornings. I'd say, especially if you, if you say you want to take this time to work on that app, you have to have that energy. Mm -hmm. Maybe wake up at 9 a.m. and do a 9 to 5 shift on your okay. app. Mm -hmm. Because if you say you want it, you, you got to do it. Mm -hmm. And this is your opportunity to speed up the growth to get to the app. Because you never know, that app might just be sold. And you might never have to apply for another exactly. job again. Exactly. <laughs> so That's so true. If yeah. you're going to do it, don't be lazy. Yeah, I would say you're 22. This is literally the perfect age to do this especially yeah. because you're living at home you probably don't have that many bills i'm assuming if you are living with your parents rent free so yeah this would be the time yes. like do it yeah <laughs> i quit when i was living at home obviously because i was like okay if i am maybe maybe in three years i'll have maybe uh maybe kids like that will be a harder time to yeah. leave so i think this is the perfect time i also think that two weeks in the grand scheme of your life like it's not it's not a very long time at all any employer who sees a two-week gap and is like, like, whoa. whoa. You don't want to wait for that. <laughs> red flag. <laughs> red flag. It's not a pink flag. It's a red flag. Stay far away from that yep, employer. Yeah, for so, sure. Yeah, I, I honestly, I, th I think it'll be fine. You're good. Yeah. You're good. A lot of people quit their jobs without having one lined up. Not that we recommend, like, not, yeah. it's not for everyone. Not for everyone. <laughs> Watch the previous Caution. episode. <laughs> Yeah, listen to the previous episode, but I think that you'll be fine in this situation. Same. Yeah, okay. Next question, or next coin question. Am I the asshole for not considering my boyfriend's credit card points money when he asked to split a purchase he made with it? My boyfriend, 28 male, and I, 25 female, split household items 50-50, and we're making two expensive purchases for our home. I bought the first one with my credit card, whereas he used his credit card points for the other one, P2. The purchases were a 100% mutual decision. I figured that credit card points are not exactly money, and prior to purchasing the items, and asked if he'd be willing to split P1 that I was buying with my credit card evenly. He did not dismiss, but did not give a clear response. After the purchase, I asked again. He refused because his hard-earned points count as money, he had to spend a lot with his bank to get those points, and he could have spent them on something else, but instead he spent them on P2. 
I got really upset and he got furious. We never split it because he refused to do so, though he makes more money than I do. It's been some time, but pretty sure he even mentioned that he spent about $100 worth of points more than me, so I don't have the right to be upset. I have a very bitter aftertaste about it because I feel like I suffered financially more over it while in my eyes he didn't spend anything for it. Do you think of points as money? Am I the asshole? Um... <laughs> Yes. <laughs> you are the yes. asshole. Yes. Yes. Points are money because it took money to get them and they clearly have a cash value, which is the reason why he was able to buy that item P2 with it. Um, yeah. I think dictating, trying to dictate the way somebody does something is not is above your pay grade. <laughs> if you have split something evenly, if that person gets it in whatever capacity and weight and they fulfill their end of the bargain, it's really not your business how they got to that place. Preach. Unless they stole and they're going to come ransack your house, yes. <laughs> but if he decided to use his points, that could have been, he might have been saving them, them up for something else, a trip, maybe even a trip for both of you. But now your behavior, you've just <laughs> yeah. eliminated yourself. No. no, he got it. He fulfilled his end of the bargain. However, he did that. Above your pay grade, not your business. Yeah, even if he got money as a gift for to pay for the mm -hmm. for P two, what what is it like? He handled what he said he yeah. handled. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. In my opinion, you are very entitled yep, to absolutely. someone else's money, and I know credit cards are like a complex topic, but like you have to spend money in order to get those points, as yep. you said. So Facts. to me. You're the asshole. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, not sorry, actually. Uh, <laughs> everyone, let us know what you think of this on Twitter. Yes, you can please. use the hashtag DGBTPod and just let us know what you think of this. Uh, if I read a few of the comments, someone said, you bought the first one and he bought the second one, regardless of method of payment. Mm -hmm. To get those points, he had to make other purchases. You could go get a card and make purchases for points. You're jealous. You should be happy for him that he had enough points for the purchase. So, yes, you're the asshole. Yeah, you're jealous. Yeah. That part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you get a grip, please, sis. Yes. Yeah. A firm one. Yes. <laughs> On reality. Please. Okay. Another question that we have is, should I quit entrepreneurship? Mm. This is the first time I've ever posted on a forum or blog or anything like that. It was just never my cup of tea, but I feel like I've hit a new low in life. I'm a software engineer from Canada. I've been trying to start my own business for the past five years, trying to escape the rat race just like many other entrepreneurs out there. But unlike most, it has been nothing but one failure after the other, and I'm starting to feel like maybe I'm just not meant for it. I tried online drop shipping. I tried creating my own fitness app. I tried email marketing and starting my own digital agency, but they all ended in failures. I've spent easily more than $10,000 all on all these marketing strategy and sales courses. I've attended seminars and QAs, but nothing seems to work for me. Even though I've done, even though I'm an extremely fast learner and I apply as a nothing seems to work for me even though I'm an extremely fast learner and nothing seems <laughs> and I apply as I learn. I feel like I finally hit a brick wall that I can't break. I've tried looking for mentors, but no one is willing to take me in. And to make things worse, I haven't met a single person who thinks any different like me in hopes that we can start both start something together. Deep down, I really want to ask for your help and guidance, but I feel like it will only be met by rejection and words of quitting. So should I quit entrepreneurship? Mm. I'd say that based on what he was saying that he did, drop shipping, this, this, that, those are like hot button entrepreneur trigger words. <laughs> for real. You know? 
I yeah. want to start a drop shipping. Like when you're watching YouTube videos, yeah. those are the people before it the telling ads, you that. Yeah. You could be making 10 times what you're making yeah. this year. I, I'd say that there needs to be more information mm -hmm. because are the things that you've been doing, what you've been told, make money or the things you truly want to do? And we need to find out. I think the best way to success is to figure out what you're rooted in mm. because it sounds like he's rooted in quick money. Say, I'm a fast learner. I'm a fast this. But this is a slow process. Even if you do learn quickly, the journey is slow because mm -hmm. there are certain things you need to pick up throughout your path on the journey that if you rush to the destination, you're going to need them and you'll miss them. Mm. So really getting back to what am I good at? What do I enjoy doing? And then taking that list and putting it up against what are the paths that that list of my talents and my passions aligns with? Not just if you're not, if you start selling drop shipping, <laughs> you're going to be a millionaire. Yeah. No, I'm not because I'm not going to have the bandwidth to care to do what it takes, even if there is success there. So yeah. I'd say, Maybe take a step back and fit, regroup. Why are you doing this? What are you doing it for? What are your intended outcomes and what are your talents? Yeah. And take all of those together and figure out if it aligns with all these rat races you've been running. Because $10,000 in the wrong direction is cheaper or worse than putting, or won't get you as much results as if you were to put $100 in the right direction. Facts. You're wasting money because you're pouring it down an empty barrel that doesn't have your purpose in it. Facts. Nothing else to add to that? <laughs> Yeah, honestly, yeah, I feel like you need to find what your purpose is, mm -hmm. basically. You're, ch as you said, you're chasing everything except your purpose. Yeah. Yeah, so maybe focus on that. I think they said they had they have a full-time job while they're still doing this. So, yeah. like, maybe take some time, focus, like, figure out what you actually want to do, mm -hmm. and then go from there. Yes. So it's Slow not that down. you should quit entrepreneurship. It's that you need to refocus your 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 vision. Because right now, again, you're... This is don't go broke trying, and right now you are going broke trying to be an entrepreneur. So be we a drop ship, yeah. <laughs> behave, <laughs> yeah, behave. Focus on what you're actually good at and what you are actually passionate about and what your purpose is, because you're going in the wrong direction right now. Completely, it's not mm -hmm. working. Some of the comments. Um, someone said, "Bro, you're a software engineer. Why wouldn't you take the 100k remote job? Make some money, develop on the side. Also, starting your business is literally you still working." As a software engineer, wouldn't you be working contract to contract? Should you quit your job? No. Should you quit entrepreneurship? No. But go get a job and do side jobs until you can afford to work as a freelancer. And the original poster said, I do have a remote job. I make 130K a year, but it's not really about the money. I just want to be my own boss and travel, for example, every time I want to. People want freedoms, but they don't know that freedom comes at a cost. And they see people in freedom, not knowing what they sacrificed to get to that place. He's exactly. he's in la la land of Literally. entrepreneurial la la land, and he doesn't know that it's messy, <laughs> very messy. He's saying, "Oh yeah, I have a great job paying one thirty a year, but I just want to travel. I travel when I feel like it." Bro, come on, behave. <laughs> Stop this. Literally behave, please. Yeah, I, no other comments on this. <laughs> okay, we have another one. I have the same feeling every day, looking for advice. This isn't going to be a long-winded post. It's just that every day I wake up feeling like I have too much to do every day, and I feel like, and every day I feel like I didn't get enough done. Right now I'm bootstrapping and think it's my own expectations and timelines, but I'm a solo founder, and so it feels like there is a sense of reality to the idea that I simply can't get to do it all. What daily practices or tips help you feel accomplished at the end of a day? So maybe just tips for any entrepreneurs that yeah. you may have. Um. I'd say, for the most part, it might sound strange. I give myself three to-dos a day. 
I don't go only more three. Than, I give three general things that if I accomplish these, it's success. Mm. Because adding too much stuff to your plate will have you feeling like a failure every day. <laughs> yeah. Because you didn't get it done, not realizing that you didn't get it done because it was impossible. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so just getting to that place of realizing that what are the three most important things? And I also, I think the saying is like, eat the frog or like eat the frog for breakfast. Like the most daunting one is what I tackle first, mm. because then just by comparison, everything else becomes easier. Yeah. But if you leave the hardest one till the end of the day mm -hmm. and you're already exhausted, you've already done too much, it's going to keep getting like knocked over and over like and you'll never finish it and she probably is like she said that it might be my own pressures on myself you need to slow down yeah you need to really slow down and ask yourself what is most important for me and how can I accomplish it because trying to do everything will have you doing a bunch of nothing because you're doing everything at the lowest possible quality because you're stretched so thin. Mm. And she's probably exhausted because of that. You you start every day feeling like you have too much to do and you finish yeah. every day feeling like you've done nothing. Yeah. Take your to-do list, map it out. What do you want to accomplish this week? And put three things into each day. And as long as you finish those success, if you finish it early enough, go to the next day and pull something in mm -hmm. and keep adding like that. But don't just give yourself 15,000 things to do because being human is exhausting <laughs> enough and you're not yeah. going to get it done. Yeah, for real. I, yeah. You also probably need to manage your expectations for yourself. Yeah. You, yeah, as you said, you, you're putting a little, you're putting a lot on your plates and it's unrealistic and then you'll never get it. You'll yeah. never finish it. Well, you said eat the frog. I like to take a different approach, and I actually like tackle the easiest things first because it's like a small win, you know? Oh, yes, yeah. It's <laughs> like, okay, I well, me, I don't put three things. I put a lot of things on my plate, which I is not productive, actually. <laughs> <laughs> but say I have, like, seven things on my to-do list. Um, I'll start with the easiest things. So it's like, okay, I just... It the took momentum. Some, yeah, something... Mm. I, it took me 10 minutes, you know, I finished this and now I can move on to the next thing because it's like, oh, I'm, I'm winning slowly, yeah. slowly. So I think know yourself as a person, know which one will work for you. Um, some days I'm like, yeah, I need to tackle the biggest thing or else it's never going to get done. Yeah. Or, <laughs> or other days I'm like, let me start with the smallest thing and then we go from there. So yeah. Yeah. Um, I'd say five max is what I do mm -hmm. in a day. Yeah. <laughs> but sometimes it'll That's be something real. like edit your podcast. Yeah. If I'm editing four videos in a day, that might be my only to-do for the day. And to kill that is like yeah. <laughs> success. And celebrating small wins, I think, because especially when you're bootstrapping and you're seeing this ultimate destination, it can become very difficult to think anything is worthy that's not that. Mm. So me, when I do something little, I celebrate. Like anything, I'll be like, oh, it was a great day. Ice cream. <laughs> like, what did you do today? Relax. But you know, I deserved it and I did it unapologetically. We celebrate. Mm -hmm. So getting, not just looking for the big wins because then that big one will give you a momentary high and then tomorrow you'll be just as sad as you were. But if you find like the joy and the miracles in every single part of your life and you get excited, it won't feel this daunting. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, some of the advice that people had on the thread were you can tap into the po oh this is basically what you said mm -hmm. you can tap into the power of three the mental technique involves boiling down the top three goals you have find the one thing today that you need to do for each goal to make them closer to reality mm. focus on that one thing until you knock it out take a break focus on another thing knock that out take a break focus on one last thing and then take a break and yeah that, that yeah. makes perfect <laughs> sense honestly I need to try this <laughs> Um, another person said, simplify, cut out anything that's not 100% necessary. Prioritize. What's the most important thing that must get done? Focus on that. 
outsource. Oh, that's a good one. Yes, outsource. outsource. Yeah. What could someone easily do for you? Hire freelancers on Upwork, deep work, cut out distractions, focus on only on the task at hand without interruption. Yeah. yeah. I think especially the outsourcing thing Outsource, is key. Yeah. yeah, because I I just started outsourcing to people and I'm like, wow, I was wasting my time looking at emails all day, but now I have a virtual assistant who's so helpful and it it just I I foc- I wasted so much of my day looking at emails. Yeah, and money buys back your time and your yeah. freedom, right? Yeah. Just it, focus on your focus. <laughs> That's it. Everything focus else on your focus. <laughs> yes, I like that. Okay, another coin fashion that we have. Advice for my boyfriend's situation. My boyfriend's business is not going well, and I tried talking him into getting a job first, something related to his business, so he can learn from the business as well. But he said he doesn't want his focus to be taken out of his business and would rather be broke and homeless than quit the business. I told him he doesn't need to quit all of it, he can, but he can still work on the, in the field where his business is, so he is at least getting some experience and learning. He's very stressed now, and I don't know what else to say to make him listen to me. He doesn't want me to help him financially also. Any advice, especially from entrepreneurs? I'm not very knowledgeable with businesses, so it would help me understand him if you have some advice that you can give him on how I can talk to him. Mm. So I picked this question because I was like, you um, are doing, you have a nine-to-five, and you also are an entrepreneur. This is what the girlfriend's suggesting to him. And I I clearly see the value in you getting a Mm nine-to-five and how it's going to, like, make your growth exponential so can you any advice for this girlfriend (laughs) trying to help her boyfriend i'd say first of all you can't want something more for someone than they want it for themselves Oof, a word and that's just period (laughs) (laughs) what's gonna happen is that you are going to start to push them you're gonna start to nag them even if it's out of love it's still nagging is nagging you're gonna start to nag them and they're gonna start to resent you because he is in a tough spot he is probably questioning himself on the exact same things you are and more so than to hear an echo of his internal lower voice, he probably wants support. But for you, as someone who cares about him, you want to push him. But you need to step back. People are going to see when it's their time to see. And sometimes it's tough for us to watch someone just be blind, mm-hmm. especially when eventually when, they're, when they get there, they're like, oh, I'm not doing this anymore. You're like, bro, I've been telling you that <laughs> since. Welcome. We've been waiting for you to join us. But I'd say you've suggested enough. Take a step back. Let him go through his journey. When he feels comfortable coming to you with his concerns, then you slowly and gently and compassionately infuse it. Because when we love our businesses, there are our babies. You've labored over this thing. And someone's telling you to dump your baby. No. It's it's unethical. Exactly. (laughs) I'm not going to do that, right? And sometimes because we are so close to these things we love, it's hard for us to step back and see. But over time, with support and care, he'll slowly start inching towards it and you'll just start to guide him because you're there. But for now, leave him to do it because he's going to resent you. And then eventually he'll get there and your relationship might be over (laughs) even though he knows you're right because you didn't didn't trust him. And it's probably a trust thing. He's trying to trust himself. He now sees that you don't trust him. It's a lot for the ego, for the morale and all of that. So give him time. Yeah, and he may even be thinking like, what do you know about, bi- as you yeah. said, you, you clearly said that you don't know anything yeah. about business, right? So why should I be listening to you? Yeah, it's right? hard. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, don't tell me to, to stop when you've never started anything. Go away. <laughs> stop Ooh. it. And for someone who like me, who, you know, ego sometimes is a thing, yeah. you know, like I, I feel I feel exactly what he's feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
Yeah, if it's not working, I get why you obviously are trying to be loving and caring and sh sh show him the right path. But coming from you, yeah, probably doesn't want to. You're not his mom. Yeah. You're momming him at this point. He's not your child. Let mm. him walk. And part of walking is stumbling and let him stumble on his own terms. Mm. And when he stands up, he'll be fine. And if he's not, you'll have a Band-Aid on hand. But like, <laughs> don't force him into stuff. No, yeah. Let him do it. Another aspect of this, though, is that they are in a relationship. And he said he's willing to be broke and homeless or whatever. Um, maybe you could, if, like, if, if he's not walking the path that you want to walk for your life, sometimes we just need to go our separate ways. Thank you. Do yeah. whatever moves the needle for you. And if our needles move in different directions, it is what it is. Yeah. If he's willing to have nothing and you know that's not the life for you, then maybe yeah. the hard conversation is you coming to terms with the fact that it's not him for you. And that's okay because oh. better still remains. Yeah, You'll find somebody who's aligned with you. And if it's him and it's destiny, you'll come back together. Mm -hmm. But you don't have to sit here and deal with this if you know you don't have it in you to exactly. do it. And that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. It may feel sad in the moment, yeah. but it could be for the best. Because if a man that I was talking to was like, yeah, I'm willing to be broken, homeless for this. At this point in my life, I'm going to be like, <laughs> sayonara. Yeah. It's yeah. looking like, babe, can you spot me? Yeah. Like, no. But he won't even... Good thing, I'm glad he won't accept your money because yes. don't offer it anyway. <laughs> yeah, because that could be a slippery slope yeah. of you becoming his angel investor. Yeah. And then he'll make it and he'll say, thank you so much for all your love and support, but now I think we're not compatible. <laughs> you'll be left with a yeah. story. <laughs> yeah, a story, story. story. <laughs> okay, we have one more question that was submitted by one of my followers. This one isn't really relevant to the topic at hand, but follower submission. If anyone wants to submit their questions, feel free to do so by emailing dgbt at rennytheresource.com. So the question is, hey, Renny, thank you so much for creating the lovely content you make consistently. Thanks. That's my heart. <laughs> I needed your financial advice. By the way, this is not financial advice. I want everyone to know that. This is just my personal opinion. <laughs> I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not a financial advisor. Okay. <laughs> I needed your financial advice for something urgent, and hopefully you're able to help out or refer me to someone who can. I need to save about $35,000 for grad school next year, and I'm able to save about $2,500 a month with my new job. I need a bank suggestion to create a savings account purposely for school. Please, can you suggest a few options, or, or what is the best option with your expertise? So, okay, good question. Um, $35,000 is a lot, but I'm glad you have a plan in order to yeah. get there and save it. Also, watch my last episode or two episodes ago with Dolapa where she talks about how she got enough money to pay for her entire university uh, with scholarships. But other than that, I would suggest EQ Bank, which is a high interest savings account. And they have, I think it's a 1.25% interest rate or 1.5 or something along those lines interest rate right now. Of course, a savings account is not going to grow your money exponentially however it's better than putting your money into like it's the higher the interest rate you can get the better so yeah. i would suggest an eq bank savings account and i have many videos about different savings accounts in canada if i'm assuming you're in canada so i would have many uh videos about that so i will link it in the show notes any any advice yeah, or anything i'd say that's the because of the um time frame of when you need the money yeah you to put it into the market, you might end up losing some. So yeah, we don't, just, don't suggest that. Yeah, don't do that. The market's <laughs> not marketing right now. Oh, it's 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 not giving at yes. all. So yeah. <laughs> make sure that you just put it into a high interest savings account, the yeah. highest interest you can possibly find. Mm -hmm. And 
watch the video on the scholarships because you might not need to be the one paying yes. <laughs> for this 35000 I always say, I'm not going back to school unless someone else is paying Free, for it. yes. It's inappropriate yeah. to pay for school at this point with all the not knowledge. <laughs> but literally, it's inappropriate. Yeah, so, there's so much resources. Yeah, so hopefully you can listen to that or watch that podcast, listen to that podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and yeah, get some scholarships to help you pay for that because we don't want it to all come out of your pocket. There's no need for that at all. Absolutely not. Yes. And you can put the rest into an investment account. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> well, thank you, Tokes, for answering thank these you. questions. I appreciate you for coming on the podcast. Of course. If you want to plug yourself and tell people where they can find you. Yes, you could find me on the internet everywhere <laughs> under Tokes Talk. So that's IG, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, as well as my podcast. And you could purchase my book Through My Brown Eyes or my Through My Eyes 28-Day Mind Shift Journal on Amazon. Lovely. And I will make sure to leave all of that in the show notes. Thank you all for listening, and I will see you in the next one. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. I hope that you enjoyed and learned something new that will help you not go broke. If you like listening to this podcast, make sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, or wherever you're listening and leave us a review. You should also share the love. We don't believe in hoarding knowledge over here. So if you learn something, take a screenshot and share this podcast on your Instagram story, tagging at don't go broke trying and at XLRenny. I would love to reshare. You can use the hashtag DGBTPod on Twitter to continue the conversation. And if you have a dilemma or a question about money that you would like answered, please email us at DGBT at ReniTheResource.com. This episode was brought to you by Lemonade Finance. Use my code XORENI for 10% cash back. This episode was produced by Pascal Areshina with music by Wonder Girl. 